up, Peace Ty? Hello, podcast fans. It's Wildcat Minute. Where... <laughs> Sorry, fans as in just a general, the f- fan of podcasts in general, not not ours. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, if you're tuning in, you're you're a deep you're a deep lore podcast fan. Okay. You're into so, the obscure stuff. So yeah, obscure like Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical three senior year one minute at a time. I'm Condra, and I'm Tyler. I had to break the routine there just because I, I I got hung up on it instantly. I've said podcast fans before a couple episodes ago. You just didn't remember. Yeah, that's likely that i don't remember i basically forget what i say the second it comes out of my mouth and then when i'm editing it later i'll be like oh that'd be funny if i said this thing and then i say that thing and i'm like yeah (laughs) nailed the joke (laughs) i am smart conduit's minute 69 it is and minute 69 of high school musical 3 starts out with gabriella saying that she meant good night and ends with her singing, I let my heart and forever. Wow. Well, there's a new song that we are going to talk about, but we've got to get Troy out the window and... Down the tree first. Yes. So they're having this discussion about Gabriella not wanting to leave for Stanford, wanting to stay and stick it out for a year and wait until she's ready. And see how this relationship goes. She doesn't ever really say relationship, though. That's the thing is, like, it's all implied that she just wants to stay with Troy. But, like, she doesn't say that to him. She just seems like she's nervous about Stanford. Yeah, which, again, feels like the writers maybe not putting all the cards out on the table. Which is not a mystery movie, so you kind of do want to put everything out in a movie like this, where it's like, let's raise the drama by being clear about our wants and needs. You know, sometimes the drama is, oh, this person's not capable of saying what they want. And maybe Gabrielle isn't capable of saying it. She needs to sing it. Yeah. But I still feel like they're not necessarily executing on like the full drama of what this conversation could be. Well, I mean, there's no pregnancy involved so i feel like we're winning well yes um it could be something if she said i don't want to lose this relationship and i'm unsure about stanford and i feel conflicted because i know that i shouldn't be picking a boy over my education but sometimes you want to i want to do something crazy that doesn't make sense she said that earlier she did. And that's that's and kind of been also the also got mad at her for basically saying that as well. Which That's kind of been the rhetoric that she's going with is I want to do something unexpected. Which is weird. Weird in the sense that like it's not that unexpected to be nervous. Stay in the town that you live in or be nervous about going to college. And then she also has this bit about like I'm 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 way too good at goodbyes. That's a song, right? Yeah. Like an old pop song from like 10 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) And then she says, I've gotten used to saying goodbye. And Troy's like, what do you mean goodbye? And she says, I meant goodnight, which is not a great cover. But like a very large pause in between. (laughs) So it's like, "Mm, did you? 
Also, like, you can't be good at saying good night. No. Like, good night's just good night. Yeah. I mean, I guess there I guess there is like a context for learning how to say goodnight to someone if it's like a date that you want to be over. But that's not the that's not the thing she's applying right here. Yeah. She's trying to redirect Troy's attention in ways that are unsuccessful and unconvincing. Yeah, I I guess I'm really at a loss for words for, you know, describing what Gabrielle is feeling any more than what we've already said, like trying to find something deeper that's going on for a character basis that's, I guess, been traditionally pretty thin and here is not stretching that border any further. Mm -hmm. She... <laughs> kind of like what Taylor was warning against in the first movie is like letting her academics slide for the sake of pursuing romance. But as you said, it doesn't feel like she's pursuing romance. No. It feels like she's just nervous about change. But then she's going to sing a song all about her heart and romance. But also the the sort of the the message of the song feels a little mixed up too. So I guess we can get there when we get there. Cause we don't get much of the song in this minute. So yeah. Troy does a poised head tilt in expectation of a cheek kiss. And psych, he's the one that gave the cheek kiss. <laughs> yeah. I was confused. Like it's like he does that. And then he like, turns his head I was like oops made it a real kiss or or he like he pretended to be the receiver but then he went to be the initiator I don't know it's cheeky yeah literally metaphorically (laughs) it yeah it was it was playful in a way that was like a little confusing (laughs) even the like head tilt expecting a kiss is like a little weird yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's the where's my kiss? Like yeah, you don't want to be that guy. No, no. But the way he's doing it is like playful enough that it could be seen not that way. Like oh, he's doing this, but he's really gonna do something silly. When he initially turns his head, it's like oh, is he being like stubborn? Where he's like turning his head and not making eye contact. But, he's but then got it's like, oh, it's the grin. kiss thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gabriella initiates the um, the hair touch of emotional osmosis. Yep. Let me grab you by the back of your hair and head so that I can feel your brain and says, you okay? Like, what? Why? That, that makes <laughs> no, Troy's not the one. Like, she's deflecting and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, he gives her, uh, yeah, she gives him the chance to do a little bit of the um, Max Fisher at the end of Rushmore. Nah, I didn't get hurt too bad. Like, she's giving him the chance to be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm a trooper. But, like, what would he have, I mean, other than that he's hurt that she didn't tell him in the first place, like, 
his emotions are not involved here. And I think he made that pretty clear too, like that it was her decision and he he he's here for her. Not he doesn't need to be babied or championed or anything. Like this isn't about him here. So for her to turn it back on him is a little like weird. Well, it's a little forceful on her part too, because if you ask someone, are you okay? The only answer is yes. For Mm -hmm. someone to say no to the question, are you okay? Like things need to be bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, usually people just say, "Eh, yeah, I'm fine. And that's where you leave it. It's, it's a pretend act of emotional outreach, but she doesn't really mean it. She means say you're okay so that I know that my feelings haven't hurt you so bad and that I can keep feeling the way I'm feeling, which is actually a little rude to you. Yeah. (laughs) Say that what I've done to you hasn't actually hurt you so that I don't have to feel bad about myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... This whole scene has been, like, a lot of roundabouts and indirected like Troy Troy did jump like the gate with being like hey I heard about Stanford but like from there it's all been like well I'm thinking this and maybe that and just like it feels very loosey-goosey if they want to play it as Gabriella like being a little selfish and uh, or controlling or manipulative like play it like that the problem is that the characters are so innocent and naive all the time and like good, like innately good mm-hmm. and sort of that Disney way of like, oh, our main character can't have a problem that their feelings like toward each other and against each other can't ever conflict on like on purpose or like by their own agency. It always has to be by accident. Yeah. And that disrupts the drama of the story a little bit. Yeah, it's just, it's such a weird, Gabriella's songs always start so weird. (laughs) So, so yeah, let's, let's transition into the song. We um, get these big swelling strings that are more of score than song introduction. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get that, Troy gets stuck. Well, yeah, this is all part of it. The strings oh, it start the strings? pretty early. That oh. the brig, I mean, it's music in a movie, which you don't always notice unless you're like really looking for something. Um, yeah, the strings are like swelling as he's climbing down the tree, and then he goes into the truck and tries to start it, but it doesn't start, so he's stuck. And um, after slightly after she starts singing, we get an edit to see him walking alone down the road. Um, the only road that he's ever known. Because his car, his truck wouldn't start and he just left it in the front. Which yeah. is quite scandalous well, if you think about it. Like if any of Gabriella's friends were to like drive by that in the morning and just see Troy's truck and be like, dang, Troy spent the night. Or if Gabriella's mom looks outside and goes, why is Troy's truck here? Mm-hmm. And then Gabriella would have to like explain like, oh, he stopped by and then he had to walk home. Gabriella's mom would be like, well, you should have told me so that he could, like I could drive him home. And then 
Gabriella would be like, well, we kind of got into like a, like a goodbye situation where like he had already left and it would have been awkward if he had come back and asked for help. So he just had to go and walk off alone. Yeah. Troy just like getting frustrated and leaving the truck. Like I get that. It is annoying that his truck like never actually starts when he wants it to. But also it's like. He could have popped the hood and looked at yeah. it. Yeah. I get it's a little dark, man, but like. So then we cut back to Gabriella on the balcony and she starts singing, which was a little bit of a surprise for me. Again, it didn't feel like we were at this like moment of Gabriella's song. Like there's no betrayal. There's no sudden flash of emotions. Like in the last two movies, the big Gabriella songs were like big big moments. moments because Troy had done something, I guess, which, or Gabriella had been manipulated a little bit by Sharpay, but there had been like a a clear cause and effect. Yeah. And the song represented her feelings at wanting love or not wanting love, wanting to be herself despite it all. Mm -hmm. And it felt very clearly connected to the plot of the story as we had seen it so far. And this this one, as I'm sure we will get into, feels a little bit more tenuous. Yes. Um, I guess I'll intro it here, though, just so because I feel like next time we're going to be talking a bit more. Um, So weirdly, this song is a Jamie Houston song. Okay, you know, you'd think by now I would remember who the guys are, but I don't. So... So Jamie Houston did You Are the Music and Me. He did Right Here, Right Now, Every Day from High School Musical 2, Breaking Free, When There Was Me and You. A lot of the slow-feeling songs in the movies. All right. Yeah, so Right Here, Right Now is the one from High School Musical 3 that we know. Yeah. Every Day was the the big finale song in High School Musical 2. Yeah. Not the pool party song, the one before that. Correct. Okay. Well, from from a songwriting standpoint, like there's not much to say right now. The first line she says is, I guess I should have known better, which is a little Beatlesque. Should have known better with a boy like you that I would love everything that you do. And I do. Hey, hey, hey. And I do. Yeah. Which is a little bit of what she's going for, actually. Like, yeah. I should have known better than to get into something like this because I knew that I would, you know, fall too deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the most compelling lyric. Like, like we're, we're going to go there, but, like, it's a Gabriella song. It's wrapped up in cliches and... So... Is is this the, the Gabriella song of the movie? Like, is there another one that's going to pop up? Like, I can't imagine them giving her, like, another one to build on top of this. Because it doesn't make sense to have more than one Gabriella song. Yeah, this is, this is the big Gabriella song. So hers in the first movie is by the Lockers. When there was me and you, yeah. When there was when there was me and you, which made sense. Yeah. And then in the second one, it's gotta, gotta go, go my, my own, own way. way. 
Which also makes sense. Yeah. And this one is Walk Away, which feels like it's a repeat of Gotta Go My Own Way, but it's not. Yeah. And the previous two were a little bit of like breakup songs in the sense that like there was like sadness being felt or like the sense of leaving something else behind either that you felt good about and then heartbroken about or felt good about and a little bit T.O.'d. Got to go my own way is much more like empowering, I suppose. Yeah. But this one is establishing a tone that is somewhere in the middle and we will have to discuss where it is going. Yeah. The line that it ends on, I let my heart in forever. The first time I watched through the minute, I was like, did I hear that right? Did I read that correctly? Like, it doesn't, on its own, it makes no sense. Well, you need the next part of the line, which you get in the next minute, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's a very, like, a lot of the the structure, like, the sentence structures in this song are quite confusing. Yeah. And a lot of it we need to save for the next minute. I, I think know, but I'm the just main like... point of <laughs> the main point of criticism that I guess we have for this minute is that the setup from like conversation between Troy and Gabriella, where she feels conflicted about whether she wants to go to Stanford or stay here. She's had this sort of transient lifestyle, not that transient, but you know what yeah. I mean, where she never stays settled in one place and she feels at home here and she's nervous about going to Stanford, but she's also, but she's good at goodbyes. So if she's saying that she's ready to leave or that she's not ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's letting Troy go out the window, but she doesn't want to let him go. Like, I don't know if the movie's trying to lean into the complicated feelings of like, should I stay or should I go as it were? Yeah. Yeah, it's I'll I'll be curious. I don't super remember this song, so like I will also be curious to see where this song goes and like It just feels weird because the previous two felt like they had also like a little bit of thrust with the locations. Like mm-hmm. in the first one she was walking around the school and it felt like, oh, like her soul her soul is filling this big empty space. She's walking around this empty school and and filling it up. Mm-hmm. And the second one, it's her walking out of the country club. Yeah. And obviously it turns into the back and forth with Troy and that feels big. This doesn't feel big yet because we're just on the balcony, I guess. But it's just like, oh, you're singing a song in your room. Okay. Yeah, it's the big feeling balcony We've been there. We've done that. We've, like, yeah, yeah. It, it. I don't know. It just. I feel like Gabrielle is getting done dirty. Like they just did the right here, right now reprise. Yeah. And then all we got was the little Sharpay scene, so that Troy could find out about the Stanford thing. Yeah. And then they're up here, and then they're up in the room, and then she's singing this song. We didn't even need the Sharpay thing, really. I, I know she was trying to be manipulative, and that's part of the plot. But Gabriella could have brought it up herself. But then we wouldn't have her guilt 
about not telling Troy, which is lame. But she could also feel guilty about like having to burden him with this pressure of like wondering whether his girlfriend's going to be around or not. Or giving him the pressure of like feeling like he's the cause of her sticking around. Yeah. If if anything, the Sharpay thing's a little bit of a cop out because it becomes Troy sort of surprising Gabriella, where it really should be Gabriella surprising Troy. Yeah. Just throwing ideas out there for like, it's obviously not sitting right with us, but what would feel right? Taylor telling Troy? Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be more of a callback to the first movie even. Yeah. Or like Taylor accidentally telling Troy even. Yeah, like Taylor, Chad, and Troy sitting together at lunch and like it spills out kind of thing. Like <laughs> Chad saying it and be like, wait, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. <laughs> like, yeah, I I feel like having Sharpay say it doesn't add anything to anything really. Other than we got a toodaloo in the conversation. And got to see her hoop purse. Yeah, that is true. I guess that's what this movie's all about. <laughs> Toodaloos and hoop purses. Well, seems like we got to continue the conversation in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. It's happening, It's hard to say I I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm too good at goodbyes. I should have known better. should have known better with a girl like you. Yeah, I just said like three different song titles, I guess. No, I don't know. I know, yeah, I know. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true? <laughs> they, they should just do Beatles songs. Just make this across the universe. Hmm. <laughs> across the universe minute? No. <laughs> I don't want to get stuck. What's that song they do in the hospital? Yeah, um, happiness is a warm gun. Yeah, yeah, they do. They they do do happiness is a warm gun, which is a bold decision. It's a good Beatles song, but it, maybe not one you want to adapt into your movie. Yeah. All right, we're all right. We gotta go. Yeah. Instagram at amateur nerds. Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. Email amateur nerds present at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know your favorite White Album track. Honey Pie. Happiness is a Warm Gun. Helter Rock- Skelter. Rocket Raccoon. No, Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, yeah, someone write a Rocket Raccoon-themed cover of Rocky Raccoon. Oh, that's so that easy now that there's that filter. You could just... You can just do the filter. You need to write the lyrics... Oh, I thought you meant Rocket Raccoon performing Rocky Raccoon. No, I'd say like um, instead of the black mining hills of Dakota, there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. There's somewhere in the the, the planet, blah, 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 there lived a young cub named Rocket Raccoon. Okay. I don't remember the names of the planets. I got nothing. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. We'll find you next time.
We'll see you next time to find out what Gabriella's singing about. You can bet on it.